Welcome to Ominous Ones. I'm Tara. I'm Jen. We're a true crime podcast that covers missing people, murders, and all things ominous. If you like what you hear, make sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Since it's close to Halloween, I thought I would share two urban legend backstories. What we think are the backstories. First off is Bloody Mary. Most of us know some of the urban legend of Bloody Mary. You stand in a dark room, look in a mirror, and say Bloody Mary three times or 13 times, depending on who's telling you to do it. There's also different versions on what happens next. There is a ritual if a woman walks backwards up a flight of stairs in the dark, holding a mirror and a candle. In the mirror, they might see the Grim Reaper, the face of the man they're going to marry, or Bloody Mary. I never heard that. I also don't think you should walk up a flight of stairs backwards in the dark holding a mirror and a candle, but whatever. Right? If you want to see Bloody Mary go off, I guess. I'm so clumsy. I literally would fall and break the mirror and probably cut my own throat. And light the house on fire with the candle. Exactly. In some of them, she comes out of the mirror and you're found dead with your eyes scratched out. Or in some, you switch places with her and you end up being the one stuck in the mirror. Wasn't that a movie recently? I think so. I feel like there's a scary movie, yeah, where you, like, switch places with her. Or maybe she will offer you some wishes if you let her out of the mirror. She is not a genie. I've never heard that. She might be. But where did the legend start? One version is that in the 1800s, a little girl named Mary lived in an area where people started getting sick and dying soon after. These people were buried, but they found out not all of them were actually dead. Which, how did they figure that out? Why were they digging up coffins to figure out, like, oh, that person was alive? Like, oops. I don't know. That is weird. Because of this, they started tying a rope from the coffin to a bell above ground so someone close would be alerted and could unbury them. I've heard that. I have too, but for something different. It wasn't just this story. I don't remember Same. Mary got sick, and after she died, they put her in a coffin they didn't bury immediately. They were hoping she was still alive. Her parents stayed home near the coffin, waiting. After a week, people around the family said she must really be dead, so the parents finally left the house. While they were gone, a neighbor buried her coffin with the string and the bell, and then he went home. Of course, after she was buried, she woke up. With her parents gone and the neighbor home, no one heard the bell. She pulled the string so much the bell came off the string, so Mary scratched herself and the coffin lid trying to get out, which obviously wasn't going to happen. Her parents came home, saw she was buried, I guess the neighbor just decided to do that on his own, Wow! and the bell wasn't attached to the string anymore, so they dug up her coffin as fast as they could. They found her with blood all over her, and her hands were raised like she had been clawing herself out. Oh my god. They assumed she was now dead, but they put a mirror under her nose to see if she was breathing. They saw something on the mirror, but, and she was dead. After that, her spirit was said to attach to the mirror. In that version, if you say Bloody Mary three times in a mirror, Little Mary comes out and scratches you. Hmm. That was, like, the closest lineal story I could find about, like, maybe that's where the legend started. You don't remember being a kid like having a slumber party and everybody saying oh come on let's do bloody mary i remember all that and me and connor have done it a hundred times i just was never able to find the story on like why that became a legend interesting so that was the closest i could find bloody mary might also have started with the real person mary of england there's a lot on her but i'll just give you the basics 
She was the daughter of Catherine of Aragon and Henry VIII. She was born February 18th in 1516. Mary of England also went by Mary Tudor, and she was the Queen of England and Ireland in 1553, and was also the Queen of Spain from 1556 to 1558. The Spain thing was because she married King Philip II. Mary died November 17, 1558, from either uterine cancer or ovarian cysts, but they aren't sure, since hmm. it was the 1500s. I wonder how they even know that. You right? know what I mean? Maybe there's, like, accounts of her sickness or how what she hmm. was saying hurt. I don't know. Queen Mary wanted to continue her dad's mission to, when she was alive, obviously, to, quote, reverse the English Reformation. She was queen for five years, and in that time, she had 280 people burned at the stake over them not agreeing with her religious changes. Jesus. She wanted her territory to be Catholic. Because of all the people she had killed by the 17th century, Protestants called her Bloody Mary. So they think maybe that's where the nickname came from, at least. Okay, that makes sense. God, she sounds awful. Yeah, she was something. And that was mostly all I could find on a backstory of Bloody Mary. Isn't that crazy? From the beginning of time, people have done the most heinous things in the name of religion. That's crazy, and it's crazy there's not more about Bloody Mary. Agreed. How have you gotten like that was basically it for linear stories? Interesting. Yeah, lately I've gotten really into shows about, like, Catherine the Great and all of those, and it was crazy what they would kill people over and know, how they right? would kill them. I know. So, next up, we're going to get into creepy clowns. Oh, God. I don't like any clowns, and I think they're all sketchy. Agreed. The fear of clowns is called chlorophobia, and I read that maybe we are afraid of clowns because we can't read their facial expressions since they wear makeup. Like, you know, usually you can mm -hmm. see on someone's face, like, oh, they're happy or sad, and with clowns, you can't. So, I think that might be why we're kind of, like, internally scared of them. Hmm. Clowns date back to 2400 BC in Egypt. What? And way back then, clowns worked two jobs. They were a clown and a priest. The religious side lasted Weird. a long time and became known as ritual clowns. In ancient Greece, they wore padded clothes to seem big and they were bald. In the Middle Ages, if a clown was unsuccessful at making the king laugh, someone would cut their faces so they couldn't frown again. That's almost like a jester, right? Yeah, like the Glasgow smile that they gave to, uh, what's her name? The Black Dahlia. Mm -hmm. Court jesters were around in royal courts, including Henry VIII and Mary Tudor, who I just mentioned before. Not sure when they started, but in the 1500s, they were around. The name Clown was first recorded in 1560. Hmm. In 1768, clowns and circuses started to go together. And then we're going to skip way ahead to 1940. Clowns started to take on a darker presence. Right. And they said it seems like it started with the Joker from DC Comics. Can you believe they're that old? I I can't. I'm like, that was a long time ago. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. That's why I put in some of this history, which I'm not going to go into like all the details. But it's crazy how old some of it is. Right. In 1950, we got Bozo the Clown, who had his own TV show. McDonald's had Ronald McDonald in the 1960s. In the 60s and 70s, clowns started to be hired for birthday parties. In 1970, there was John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, that's... 
disturbing in itself. In 1981, the term phantom clown started. In Boston, there were suddenly a bunch of clown sightings around town in the months before Halloween. They would leave no trace and wouldn't cause any damage, but people would just be like, yo, I saw a clown. That was weird. That is weird. In 1986, Stephen King put out the book It. Oh my god, that movie was so scary. Clowns have been used as a disguise. In Florida, in 1990, someone knocked on Marlene Warren's front door. When she opened it, she saw a clown standing there holding balloons and flowers. The clown then shot her in front of her son, got back in their car, and left. What the fuck? You haven't heard that story? Uh -uh. I'll have to cover it on here. It's really crazy. When witnesses were questioned, they obviously, the only description they had was it was a clown. Great. In 2016, clown sightings started to happen between the Midwest and the East Coast. Some people thought it was happening so much that it might be marketing for a new scary movie, but when one didn't come out, they weren't sure what it was. Do you remember this? A couple years ago? Yeah, in 2016? Yeah. This is where I, like, get into more of it, and that's what I was going to do this about, because I remember that happening. It was crazy. Didn't they say that nobody, if anybody who dressed up as a clown or whatever would be arrested? Yeah, like, it got bad. In Wisconsin, Gags, the Green Bay clown, started making appearances. He would walk around town at night and was caught on some cameras, and he went viral over it, but he never hurt anyone. In August of 2016, in South Carolina, authorities started getting calls that there was a creepy clown trying to get kids to follow them into the woods. They wow. Were, they were not identifiable besides it was a clown, and kids said that they were using a laser pointer and offering them cash. Oh, God. Pedophiles. In September, a 12-year-old and his little brother said that around 6 a.m., two grown men wearing red wigs, clown masks, and all black started chasing them. A girl from the neighborhood said she saw the whole thing happen. Can you imagine at 6 a.m., two grown men dressed as clowns chasing you? No, I can't. That's terrifying. Yeah, and then this 12-year-old girl's like, yep, saw it. That happened. A week later, a 12-year-old girl said a clown chased her through a park in Pennsylvania. Also in Pennsylvania, around that same time, a 12-year-old said some little boy ran up to her freaking out after seeing some clowns, quote, eating something, unquote, in the nearby woods. What the fuck? Then a clown came out of the woods, yelled curse words at them, threw some sticks, and went back in the woods. Word started spreading about the clown sightings, and then it started happening all over. Yeah, I remember that. In Tennessee, a kid said a clown attacked them in Coffee County. In Arizona, schools were saying a threat was sent by three students to other students that included a picture of a clown, which made school attendance low by about half. Because everyone was, like, hearing about the clown stuff happening was like, you guys aren't going to school. That happened here also. Did it? Mm-hmm. The three were arrested by the FBI and possibly given felony charges, but they were kids, so you can't really find much about what happened to them. After word of the threat got out, some kids liked it and did it themselves in Tennessee and Ohio using a threat with a clown picture. The cops were obviously worried these weren't all just pranks to scare people, but that some of the people doing this were predators after kids, so they started putting out warnings and tips on how to stay safe and keep your kids safe from clowns. Jesus. After the Arizona threat, the next day, two fast food places were robbed by people wearing clown costumes. Two 17-year-old kids were later arrested for it. Then in New York, people started calling 911 to report, quote, clown incidents, unquote. 
What the fuck? One of the clown incidents was that supposedly a whole group of people dressed like clowns were jumping out in front of cars in Brentwood. No one was arrested and no one got hit. Thank God. After New York, the next day, someone dressed as a clown walked into a bank with some explosives and said they wanted money. Oddly, that was all I could find on it. Don't know if they got the money. Don't know if they exploded. They were like, there's just a clown. If I'm in a bank and some clown shows up in there with explosives, I'm giving him the money. Yeah. Like, even, I think, just a clown demanding it wouldn't even have to show him explosives. I'd be like, okay, like, I'm not dealing with whatever you have going on. A few days later, a 13-year-old girl was caught as a person making, quote, clown threats, unquote, to a school. What? She said her and her friend were just doing it as a joke, and if that doesn't sound like somebody you personally know, you know exactly who would do that. I do. And she'd be like, I was just kidding. God, you guys are so dramatic. (sighs) In Indiana, a day later, cops said that they had to investigate some threats made on social media from clowns to some schools in the area. No one saw the clowns in person, and the cops said it all stayed on social media in that case. But one day later, they did arrest a teenage boy for making more, quote, clown threats, unquote. (laughs) The Chicago Public Schools said that they had over 50 social media clown threats they had to follow up on. Shortly after, there were a bunch of clown sightings in the area. On the West Coast in California, a mom said she had to stop a clown from taking her one-year-old daughter right out of her arms. She said, I would have lost my shit. She said the man wasn't wearing any makeup or a mask, but was wearing a blue clown wig. The two talked for a second before he tried to grab the kid. Oh my god. On the same day, cops charged a 13-year-old girl with threatening to kill by electronic message after finding a clown online and asking them if they would kill her teacher. Wow. That's somebody else, same person you know would probably right? do that. Maybe all these are just about her. No shit. It gets even more wild. Two parents were arrested and charged with leaving their four-year-old kid home alone so they could dress up as clowns and run around their neighborhood scaring people. What the fuck? On October 7th, cops in Wisconsin were out looking for a few people chasing cars really early in the morning dressed up as clowns. Why are all of these early? I'm like, yeah, I would imagine like, oh, at night, but first thing in the morning... Who's, like, at 5 a.m., like, oh, better put on my clown makeup. that's a scary time. People. Yeah. In Detroit, a clown was seen hanging on the back of a bus moving through town. The video went viral, and the De- Detroit Department of Transportation had to up their security because of it. McDonald said that they were going to make sure Ronald was involved in good community activities to help show clowns aren't all bad and scary. Then in L.A., a clown approached a guy's house with a knife. The guy had a gun on him and shot it off in the air, and then the clown took off. I heard about that. I don't remember that one. Before Halloween that year, Target got rid of all their clown masks in stores and online, hoping to calm the situation down. In Mississippi, they had a clown ban that lasted for the week of Halloween, and if anyone was caught in town wearing makeup, a mask, or a clown costume, they got a $150 fine. Wow. The internet is blamed for stalker clowns, which is a term sometimes used when someone dresses as a clown to prank someone else. There are even clowns you can hire to scare or prank someone. The one, have you ever heard about Wrinkles the Clown? Uh-uh. There was a documentary, I think on Hulu, about him. 
I watched it. He's now 69 years old, and when the documentary came out, he was 65. And his mask and costume and everything are really creepy. Like, he's not a nice-looking clown. I don't know if he's still doing it, but then you could hire him for a birthday party or to prank your friends. But there was controversy because people were hiring him to scare their kids straight. What the fuck? He, yeah, he would hide in their bedrooms and stuff and come out in the middle of the night and just scare the fuck out of them. Are you kidding me? He told Washington Post a woman had just hired him to scare her 12-year-old son. She knew her son was afraid of clowns and he had been misbehaving, so she hired Wrinkles, who showed up across from the kid's bus stop, and that was enough to make him cry and run back home. What kind of a mom does that to her kid? That was the controversy. People were like, why would you do that? Now the kid's mom uses him as a threat and says if you misbehave, wrinkles will come back. She should be in jail. That is There's a lot of people horrible. who hired him. There, it's all over YouTube also. Him like jumping out and scaring kids in the middle of the night when their kids are like, oh, the parents are like, my kid's being an asshole. I'm gonna, I need you to come over and scare him. I did. That makes no sense to me. It's a scary enough world without terrorizing your children on top of Just it. Just knowing they're afraid of that. And then using it to hurt them. Like, you're supposed to protect your children, not give them PTSD. Wrinkle says he's just an old-fashioned clown and sees nothing wrong with scaring kids. There is a YouTube channel that shows people sightings of him, and his real identity has never been released. That's crazy. I'm like, there was a lot more for all of this, and I'm going to put all the sources in the episode like I always do. But if you want to read more, there is a lot out there. Especially all the chaos that happened in, like, 2016. But that was our Halloween episode and some urban legends. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Happy Halloween.